The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, Michael Pigeon is with me, Dublin City Councillor uh, for the Green Party. Uh, Michael, uh, there are changes afoot for traffic in the city. Very, very significant changes, I understand. Yeah, really, really massive ones. I think it's some of the biggest changes we've seen since the pedestrianisation at Grafton Street or Henry Street. Um, basically, the, the, the problem that they're trying to solve is there's still a, even though it's fallen in recent years, still a large number of private cars in the city centre. That means if you're on a bus, the reason you're delayed, it isn't because the bus is breaking down, it's because you're stuck behind a car. And that's particularly acute on the keys. There'll probably be people listening now who are either in a car or on a bus who are not moving right now in the keys. And if you open up Google Maps, it'll be deep red along that road because there's just... Nothing moves there. So the idea from the council is uh, to try and reduce the amount of traffic coming into the city centre. One of the big changes, probably the headline change there, is on Aston Quay and Bachelors Walk, so the north and the south side of the Quays, just near O'Connell Street. Mm. The idea is to basically say that's only going to be for buses, bikes and taxis. Uh, so no, no, well. no private vehicles. No private vehicles on that stretch. And what that does is it means you can still, if you need to make a delivery or you, if you're one of the people who lives there or you need to reach somewhere by car, you can still get there. But the days of driving along the Keys to get from one side of the city to the other are over. Because we know from a study that Dublin City Council did a few months back that about 60% of all cars going through the city are not going to somewhere in the city centre, they're going to somewhere else. So on the way you might go from, say, Inchicore to Clontarf, you might drive along the Keys, you're stuck in traffic, you're contributing to traffic, mm. and as a result, the buses can't move. So this is about taking more of the streets back for cycling, for walking, for green space, but it's primarily about making buses faster and more reliable. And is there absolute pedestrianisation of some areas planned in this as well? Uh, there's a few bits of what's called traffic-free, which is kind of like pedestrianisation. It's what they've done on Capel Street, for example. So you still might have some, some bikes, you obviously still have deliveries and things like that. They're planning to extend that over onto Parliament Street, which is basically the Southside equivalent of Capel Street, um, and make that make that permanent. There's a couple of other changes. They're hoping to get some space back near the Custom House at Beresford Place. They're thinking of making Pier Street, which is now kind of almost like a, geez, a quadruple carriageway going in one direction, yes. to narrow that a little bit and then make a two-way to facilitate traffic. Obviously, as well, it brings in some of the changes around College Green. Most of Dame Street is effectively going to be pedestrianised as well. So there's some some bits that we knew about already, but particularly with the keys, I think it's it, it's, it's what it unlocks around the city when you've yeah. far fewer cars in there. So uh, what, what what do you say, though, to people who are in the percentage who are not kind of driving from Inchicore to Clontarf and are going along the keys, but they are going into the city to do business or to collect goods or to drop people to work or to go to work themselves, whatever it happens to be? Basically, that the city's too big for it now. Um, that probably used to work in the in the 80s. We're a much bigger city now. And the idea, the city centre hasn't grown. It's an old city. We can't pave over the Liffey, even though some might want to do that. Um, so we need to have an inner city strategy for transport, which is giving those people a much better bus than they currently have. Because a lot of people look at the bus and say, I don't want, I'd be faster walking along the quays than I would be stuck in traffic. So we need to fix that. And the solution is... Just for basic mathematics, it's bu- it's a bus because a bus takes up the space of about two cars. On average, two cars would hold between them three, four people. Mm. They could take a little more, but on average, it'd be two, two, three or four. And uh, a bus takes 90. So by a factor of whatever way you cut it, 30 or 40, the bus wins every time. And that's that road space along the Keys is probably the most valuable and contested road space in the city. Now, the keys at the moment, uh, you're quite right. Anybody listening to them is going to be sitting in bumper to bumper traffic. But but it's also not the case that kind of peripheral roads are empty of traffic so that if you push these private cars onto them, 
that they will kind of move freely. Like, is there an argument that you're just, you're moving the problem around, that you create snarl elsewhere? I, to a, in a sense, that will happen for the first few weeks. I find even if you introduce extra road space, there's traffic chaos for the first few weeks. But then after a few weeks, people get used to it, it changes. I think that's probably what you'll see here. I don't want to pretend it's going to be rosy from day one. But what we do find is when you, when you have a city centre area where there are better buses, cycling and walking is easier and uh, driving is a little bit harder, more people are, aren't going to simply stick with the car. Those mm. who have options will, will use different options. There's always going, I just want to emphasise and preempt texts that'll come in. There's always a need for cars. Cars are incredibly useful things. It's just we've just gone a bit over the top on them when it comes to the city centre. And this is about give, restricting us a little bit to make sure that we've still got spaces for people to walk, cycle and get a good, fast, reliable Yeah, because some of the texts will come in from people who live well outside Dublin and they'll say, you know, that I, I've got to get in for whatever appointment it happens to be um, or I'm going to this shop to collect certain white goods that I've uh, maybe sure. paid for and they're kind of big and bulky. Uh, what about me? Yeah. So you will always be able to drive absolutely to any of these places in the city centre. You'll always be able to get there. It's just about not being able to go through the city centre uh, as like a through route because that's that's what we do want people coming to the city. If you have to use a car, that's grand. Use the car. There's plenty of car parks. If you're coming from far outside the city, yeah, you, you might be better off parking up at the red car roundabout like a lot mm. of people do. Hop on the Lewis, go in. How will people be able to access the city centre? I mean, talk to me about the mechanics Mm. of that. Accessing the city centre in a car, but not using it to drive through it. That sounds like you're kind of policing people to to only go so far but no further? Yeah, in in a sense what you might end up with is, is a system kind of almost like a set of cul-de-sacs or imagine if you put a bollard in the middle of a road you can drive down the road you can drive to a certain point and then at some point you have to kind of basically go back out and come in the way you came in. Now it's not quite that extreme yet mm-hmm. we're just talking about the keys but that kind of model that you can drive everywhere is really important because people need cars but they don't need to drive through town. The M50 is better for that. Um, cycling along the keys can be a nightmare. Um, will this make it easier then to build or develop segregated cycle lanes you know there's, there's there's areas where the cycle lane kind of begins and ends out of nowhere there's other parts where kind of taxis and buses will suddenly pull across you when you're on the bike because they're coming into totally. a stop or they're, they're they're turning left at a junction yeah so once once you get more cars out of the city a lot of options kind of open up because you realise maybe you don't need three lanes in a row maybe you need two or one lane and that frees up a lot of space my partner recently started cycling and uh, it's been eye-opening for me. I've always been kind of an agro-urban cyclist from cycling for 15, 20 years every day. Yeah. You know, happy on any road if there's no bike lane. But seeing it with, with her now, it's, it's very interesting. The keys are kind of a no-go zone because while there's great bits on them that are recently done, there's lots of dodgy junctions that just don't feel safe and they aren't safe. So getting the cars out... Not all cars, but getting a lot of the cars out frees up that space and allows you to do so much more. If you look at the council report, which is out for consultation, it's one of these Pathfinder projects they have from Department of Transport. Uh, the, the last, the, the, the second half of the report isn't even about the traffic changes they're making. It's about all the things we can do if we make these changes. So like, for example, if you know the space by Liberty Hall, as you turn up by the Custom House, there's a big yeah. statue of James Larkin there. They're talking about if you reduce traffic, you could actually just turn that into like a nice plaza space. Because that whole area has beautiful buildings around yeah. it. It's right by the river, but it's kind of, it's kind of crap. Underground, <laughs> that ugly uh, dart bridge. That's what we should do. <laughs> anyway, anyway, if some people kind of have an, an attachment to it at this stage, it's there so no, long. I don't get it. It blocks the Custom House from view. Um, listen, uh, before you go then, uh, is th- this is out for public consultation? That's so, it. 
people can offer their own feedback? That's it. It's out until the 1st of December and like there's about 30 of these Pathfinder projects around the city kind of making towns and cities hopefully nicer places to be. Um, but if you want to, I would just go to consultation.dublincity.ie or selfishly you can look up my social media and I'll be posting all the There you are. Well, listen, uh, if you have a strong view, you can get in touch with us here, but we can't affect change. You can go on though and you can uh, offer your own feedback. I, I did so earlier today with Irish Rail's new routes because I want to be able to get the train home from work. 87 106 if you do want to get in touch. Michael Pigeon, Dublin City Councillor for the Green Party. Michael, thank you very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.